0: Hello again and welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the final episode, the finale of the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, In the Name of Honor, written by John Favreau, directed by Robert Rodriguez. I gave this episode a 9.7 out of 10. Before we do jump into the recap, do me a favor, wherever you're listening to this podcast, rate and review very much appreciated. You can send feedback at any time at black couch at gmail.com. You can send that in written or audio format. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. also got a new mic and I'm really happy about it because it finally got rid of that background noise that I never could seem to get rid of with my old mic. And things sound a lot crisper. So I hope that you are getting the benefit of the money I spent on <laughs> this damn Yeti that I do not regret at all, except for the fact that my last one just dumped before I was ready to buy this one. Like, why did you have to, I think this is my own theory. Okay. I've, if you've listened to the Jones Chronicles, you know, there was a little bit of a, a, uh, a gnat war going on in, in my residence. I haven't seen them, lately but i'm for some reason thinking they crawled into the mic and kamikaze the shit and then that's what happened I, I i can't think of any other reason why we work the day before and then the next day where nothing has occurred it just all of a sudden is 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 horrid let's go ahead and jump into this episode Finnick and Bobo walk through the wreckage of the sanctuary they are officially at war and even if they win the city will probably be ash in its wake and that is all I could think about the entire episode maybe it's the insurance in me but I kept saying god damn the property damage though and Garza is really dead And I start to think and that I, I know one this soon will be will be hanging out. This is for my homies. This is for my homies. Well, well see you when I get there in that gangster lane. How y'all play my girl like that? Y'all should have not put her in <laughs> the, the recurring cast. She was only recurred like four times. And now she gone. I don't even get a state funeral or nothing. Then Jaren shows up to let them know Cobb Vanth will show up with reinforcements in exchange for shutting down the spice trade fennec points out it's prosperity and wealth for their territory as well but boba knows it's killing their people stop selling them rocks Like crack kills (laughs) the people in beverly hills is is doing the cocaine he agrees to the terms and points out without these reinforcements they are fucked The skittles refused to siege in the fortress as the people don't want to see their sultan protecting himself in his fortress instead of them especially after such an attack that's what they should have said instead of the slightly hostile words they did not but they're young and their heart was in the right place the jawas stay carjacking Ooh, ooh, chill chill baby it is a bomb to my soul every time i see them i don't know why (laughs) maybe i feel like they're my cousins or something i don't know (laughs) i do have a brother that is a carjacker and he has served time for it but uh (laughs) they're just so funny and then he looks over because cad bane is walking through the streets and they ain't hiding like what are you doing you're not hiding who are you what are you doing (laughs) so cute and you know they be talking major shit too you just know they be talking major stuff cad bane goes to see the head of the pikes who is with the mayor he didn't authorize the bomb attack of the sanctuary and only agreed to targeted strikes the pike dude brags about setting up the biker gang to take the fall for the killing of all the tuscan raiders who surely aren't all dead And of whom Fennec already discounted as accomplishing such a deed. But apparently it took Boba this long to figure it out. It was them. It is what it is. It is what it is. Considering the Pikes never even paid you. Don't play my boy like that. Like he couldn't put one and two together. Even if it was the biker gang, they definitely had help. But the two points are premonitioned. One being there are more Tuskens and that soon Boba will find out. The mayor doesn't want Moss Espa destroyed for telling a shifty alliance. At least that's what I thought. Uh, And it's funny because that's exactly what happens. Cad has a plan to pry out Boba. And was anyone else disappointed that his plan was just a snitch? Like that was it? That's what you <laughs> put all of your weight into. He's got a temper, so all I gotta do is just tell him this one thing. That's not a plan, sir. An X-Wing shows up in Pelly's or is it Pella? I think it's pelly's pelly's hanger. She thought it was the police. Bad boss. What is it- No, know it is piloted by R2-D2 and inside it's our baby Grogu. What is love? Baby don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Baby don't hurt me. I will take a blade to the shoulder for that baby. He slurps on some worms. Finnick explains the plan. For the 50th time to everybody somebody immediately sneaks up on him when she said nobody can sneak up on us it's bane with back shooters he tells him to allow spice bobo replies no so then he says well the pikes killed your tuscan family and blamed it on the bikers how do you feel about that let's get emotional guy let's get emotional and he did for five seconds i can take him i don't i can take him but Finnick is able to counsel him to use restraint as without reinforcements they need to adjust Cade or cad i can't remember which one it is called says you're getting soft in your old age man and Bova replies we all do but i'm coming for that ass like i ain't forgot about you you gonna stay back the whole entire damn time the mayor's assistant came out to ingratiate but this is not the time the skittles get attacked as the other crime families reneged on their agreement because we saw them all in each area to stay neutral setting up several traps for their foot soldiers the Gamorians are killed first being knocked off a cliff that'll do piggly that'll do the assistant gives up where the pikes hq are sending fennec to take out the head of or take out the whole entire syndicate of of snakes that was in that room while they tried to hold them off that's the only way we're gonna end this for good and i'm like is it ended for good because it feels as if it happened quickly and then what else is there i don't know i don't know but uh black cranston gets attacked by a lot of the snake figure people with faces i mean they was just climbing on him like are you trying to kill him or are you just trying to dog pal (laughs) and you guys want to cuddle the skittles are pinned down finnick tells them to stay put because she got it handled She tells them to get to the sanctuary as she continues on her business and appreciates the manners. Boba knows the chances of his troops being alright are slim, and with the pikes showing up, getting into position, he understands that the other syndicate siding with the pikes was the smart move. And so is Dinjarin leaving. So he gives him an out. But Dinjarin believes in the code of honor and will stay are you sure this is the way before they can go out like badasses on that quote the mayor's assistant offers to negotiate surrender as if they were even considering that on their behalf so they use him as a distraction he wrote all those words in two seconds He is basically cursing them the fuck out fuck you fuck the plane you flew in on Fuck them shoes, fuck the socks with the bell on it, fuck them cheap ass cigars, fuck your yuck mouth teeth, fuck your hairpiece, fuck your chocolate, fuck Guy Richie, fuck Prince William, fuck yeah. the Queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out of my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. I loved all of the hella disrespect. <laughs> Every single last bit of it the messenger was about to be shot until my mans flew onto the scene taking out pikes left and right that knee rocket cross shot that was my favorite shot and when they both got hit in the back and they turned around and shot that one pike to absolute death we tired of playing with your ass nigga Today your ass is gonna die, bitch. Say goodnight, motherfucker. Like, I know it's Beskar and it's protecting me, but the shit is still hella annoying and kind of bruising. Just as things are looking hopeless, the people of Freetown show up to help, as well as the Skittles. Black Craston shows up, too, tossing uh, folks off his body left and right. He walked that whole damn way here with Pice on his back. But then had that trailing leg, I'm going down moment. These big rules. I shouldn't have found that so funny, but I did. They fall back and everyone cheers, but Mando knows what's up. We got problems. <laughs> we got real problems because now they sent in the robotic weapons. That have force fields of protection y'all just flesh and despite a rocket launcher not launcher a rocket being launched edit they are still advancing run bitch run boba and mando protect the others telling them to flee but are unable to get through the force field so boba goes for reinforcements while Mando all alone protects the others. Um, he then tries to get through the Black Cranston, tries to get through the force field with his hands, and gets a solid steel boot for his efforts. That glory shot of the Skittles, that was nice. They had a few really nice moments when he did that whole, I don't even know, fedora flip. <laughs> That's not a fedora flip. But it, it looks sexy. It looks sexy. Here comes Pella and Grogu in the middle of a damn battlefield which is fortunate considering he could use the ride. But why was she just... We found you. What do you. You don't hear people shooting? You didn't hear all this chaos? You know what you did. And because they earned some respect from me the Skittles now have at least two names they're still gonna be called the skittles scad i think is one don't ask me what the other one (laughs) i just know that she's in a series called yellow jackets because i saw it not the show just that sentence but uh her and another townie decide to snipe together while holding down their position as going any further we're corner corner them surprise mando it's your son and he was so happy to see his daddy when he flew into his arms When he said what are you doing here oh and him wearing the best scar uh, shirt he's like you got my shirt i, I just died on your arms tonight it must have been something you said pelly says save your tender moment question did Grover crash that cart just so he can fly in the air and be captured by his daddy because that was not a scream of fear i also need someone to grasp me in such a save just in a cool way of sliding i know it's not gonna happen but i can i can imagine why oh why is that dude at a spice table during a shootout is what i would like to know a roar is heard and the rancor arrives with Boba riding him. Between he and Dinjarin, they are able to disable one of the attack drones, causing millions of dollars in damage to community property in the process. Grogu uses the force to disable it, saving his father from getting knocked around. And getting a new toy in the process, she really lost a tooth. Though that's what I forgot to bring up in the car crash, or the what do you call it, speeder bike? I don't know. When they crashed, she she really rolled over and spit out a tooth, and they made it consistent with that one tooth loose of course they did but it still was funny because that's what really happens you don't just fall and land hard like he had beskar on she's flesh so she got fucked up <laughs> she really grew on me though i really could not stand this character in the first season of well i wouldn't say couldn't stand i just didn't have a fondness for them whatsoever i thought their scenes were always stunt stunted in a way Uh, but I really enjoyed her this episode uh, all season rather Bobo rips the drone apart well more like the ranker cause he's like do it the people of Freetown make their last stand until the ranker shows up to WWE attack the drone I felt this was like uh, Godzilla versus Kong or some shit and they got really brutal in the fight because it went down and died by having its own gun ripped from its shoulder and impaled <laughs> serious uh massacring there pelly found a boyfriend the mayor's assistant he and she's like "Ooh, get behind me handsome pretty face Payne shows up and is able to scare the Rancor with fire after it had been consuming and tossing pikes around. I didn't get no sleep cause of y'all. Y'all not gonna get no sleep cause of me. Boba is knocked down and so we get back to our aforementioned gunslinger battle. Kay doesn't understand what Boba's angle is as the two have history. It's simple. What's mine? I protect. They decide to have a duel with Kay knowing he's faster, but Boba points out he has armor. Boba loses the gun battle and refuses to abandon his city. Kade dismisses his attempt to go legit, knowing he has much of his father's blood, which is that of a killer. Thus, this will be his final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything is a weakness. Before he can shoot him though, Boba pulls out his gaffa stick and his flamethrower and is able to defeat Bane before killing him with it. I knew you were a killer. Well, now die, because that's what killers do. <laughs> the ranker, however, is left on the loose, causing more damage. The insurance claims generated from this one event. Mando asks Peli to keep Grogu safe. Who's gonna keep me safe? He gives Grogu back his metal ball before trying to calm the scared beast. Where's Danny Trejo? Isn't this your one job? Cause I'm high, cause I'm high, cause I'm high. Are you really high, on me? I love that Peli finally acknowledged that. Jaren is grogu's daddy when she said your old man is crafty don't worry and then he put his head or he got his head <laughs> in the mouth of the Rancor, and she's like ooh spoke too soon grogu hopped out of her arms to once again help his daddy by using the force to calm the rancor go, go to sleep if your time be quiet and go to sleep. So his time with luke was not wasted did pay off training the little bit that he got grogu took a nap and snuggled snuggled right next to the thing and i'm like this is this is gold man (laughs) you can't go wrong with grogu finnet gets to the pike hold out and kills everyone you are dead 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 you are dead we're hot guess what you're not you are dead dead, dead. kind of disappointed she only had one real big standout moment of the episode but i understand everyone needed to be fleshed out in different parts and angles and everyone got kind of their their big hurrah moment uh my favorite kill was the mayor because <laughs> she just choked him out i felt like it was real personal with him everyone else like you she just <laughs> broke his neck and left him hanging there the disrespect she so all the syndicates are the heads of the syndicates are taken out and then we flash to boba and fennec just walking through the city with grateful patrons and they make a comment we're not we're not geared for this this is not us and then she says if not us then who?" And I'm like, didn't we just fight this whole war so that you would be this exact? What the fuck? But I have a feeling that they are trying to spin off another spin off. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) Just tell me what you're doing. So I understand. Because it almost feels as if they're trying to make Mando and and Boba a team with Fennec and the baby. Which I'm all down for that, and I'm still because they haven't renewed the Book of Boba Fett for a season two yet, which is unusual. So it makes me feel as if because we have a that's not the end of the episode. Um, I'll wait. I'll save the rest of that conversation when we get there. Uh, they also get. <laughs> they need to not put my baby in that hatchet seat i knew they was gonna put him in that hatchet seat he taps on the glass despite the jaren's uh, trying to be the strict parent like no Mm-mm. i'm not doing it stop asking me <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna tap faster <laughs> he wants to go fast and he allows him to he's like this is the last time we're doing this and then there's the after credit scenes because she had mentioned Finnick, that if he's sore, Boba, he should go in the back to tank. Now, when he said it was being utilized, we had also heard in the episode telling Black Cranston that he can get into the back to tank. So I assumed that's where back, that's where, that's who occupied it. But no, in the post-credit scenes, we see that Cobb Vanth is indeed alive in the back to tank, but also getting some mods very much like Finnick and the only thing I can correlate is that that sentence is somehow uh caught up with or that somehow it's going to be involved in there I think and this is my supposition here no concrete facts but it would be cool if because i don't want to really see boba sitting on his throne doing like that was cool the first season but like the more they kept going through it the more it's like no they they are action people they need to actively be going out and now he kind of has a maybe like he want to maybe uh, stop the spice trade um throughout or go after the pikes but then they they took out the head of the pikes so i don't like there is nothing at the end of the, which was the disappointment of this episode to indicate where the story could go for boba at this point like they just wrapped it all up and i wasn't expecting that i was expecting this to be the first big battle of probably a, a ongoing war but this wasn't a war this was just a, a squabble <laughs> so either the pikes are coming back in reinforced type of in a reinforced type of way and maybe they're gonna be proactive in it. But there's also something to the idea of the people of Freetown that we've seen coming into Mas Espa and really, you know, we've kind of gotten to know some of the characters, like the little black girl with the hat, she's always around. Uh, the bartender guy, we've gotten to know him, he's pretty cool. I even love the part where he's like, we need your gun, and she gave him that little tiny gun. <laughs> he's like son of a bitch fine but i mean he didn't even make a grumble at it so yeah there's people that we know that could make for a, a, another good spinoff type of series some of it will probably be fanfare but i sure as shit don't want to see no luke stuff i don't want anything to have to do with any of the movies <laughs> that's that's where i'm at with their spinoffs so if they made it about comp fans, I think I, that would be something I'd be curious to watch. I'm really glad that I got into the show. I want a season two. I hope they give us a season two. They better give us a season two. And now I'm even more excited for The Mandalorian <laughs> season three. What is replacing the Book of Boba Fett, you may ask. Southland will be joining the schedule next week. We also still covering Arcane, Raised by Wolves, the second season, Behind Her Eyes, Station 11, and sporadically we will, uh, still got Pacemaker, Peacemaker out there. And then Vikings will also be joining the calendar as well as The Stranger later on this month. So if you want to send feedback for any of the shows that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.